0: Hey, this is Chris from The Ticket Stub. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW-LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC-LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Monday, February 24th, 2020. Today, the show's on Conrad Culture today, we have Sergio Martinez with Sergio's Landscaping. John Hannigan is going to talk about his event, St. Baldrick's Annual Event at Goose's Acre for Childhood Cancer. And then we're going to have also have Tracy Garcia, and she has a new business, Elder Stage, which helps seniors find placement when aging at home isn't going to provide enough uh opportunities and resources for them. My name is Margie Taylor at Conroe Culture News, Downtown Conroe, Lone Star Community Radio, FM 104.5, 106.1. And we are live streaming on IRLoneStar.com. If you missed the show today, you can catch it later because it will be shared again on Conroe Culture News on Facebook. So a few things going on. Um, Of course, we had the big parade here in downtown Conroe. The 55th annual Go Texan Parade happened on uh, Saturday, and uh, it was a good day. A lot of people were out, Um, and uh, so also was Thoroughly Modern Millie Millie at the Historic Crichton Theater. This will be the last weekend coming up. If you haven't seen it, it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Go catch it, 8 o'clock on Friday and Saturday, 2 p.m. on Sunday. And they have a new expanded concession area, additional restrooms, a larger lobby. They're still working on renovations. So it's work in progress, but the Crichton is open. A couple of music highlights. Of course, you can get live music every day in downtown Conroe, starting with the Sunday Gospel Brunch at Red Brick Tavern. But Pacific Yard House will host the Fab Five singing the Beatles tunes on Friday, February 28th. And then they're having a special Leap to the 90s music on Saturday, February 29th, Leap Year Day. Again, uh, Leap Year is this year, February 29th. Another fun thing going on is the second annual Montgomery County Home and Outdoor Living Show. In and our guest here, Sergio Martinez, will have a booth and we'll talk about that in just a little bit. But that's going to be at the Lone Star Convention Center this Saturday and Sunday. So get ideas for remodeling your home, uh, your backyard, landscape design. There's going to be some great speakers and over 200 exhibitors. There's also some do it yourself floral and wood making workshops. So go check it out. It's 9 to $10 at the door, Montgomery County Home and Garden.com. So with that, uh, we have Sergio Martinez, who is here with Sergio's Landscaping. And he has a great landscaping business. He actually got 2018 Best Small Business of the Year with Lone Star College, and he's going to tell us about his business and uh, what he specializes in and then how you can connect with him at the Home and Outdoor Living Show this coming weekend. So welcome, Sergio.
2: <laughs> Good morning, Margie. It's great to be here. Uh, yeah, you're right. We're going to be at the Home and Garden Show this weekend, starting uh, so- Saturday, Saturday. Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, come over see us. We're going to we will have a great display of um, hardscaping, audio system, uh, water features, and uh, landscape lighting. You know, and we can actually talk about the different ideas of what we can do for the spring cleanups and uh, different type of plants that we can actually install this time of the year.
1: So you started this business uh, in what year?
2: I started the business in 2003.
1: In 2003, and it's become so much more. You're okay. very busy.
2: We are, you know, one of the largest landscaping companies in Montgomery County. We service all north of Houston, uh, down to Katy, uh, Huntsville, Cleveland, all through Montgomery County.
1: How did you get started in this business?
2: Uh, Well, my family has been in the landscaping uh, business before I started. So I just kind of followed the steps and uh, become a licensed horticulture, licensed irrigator, and licensed designer, and I just took it from there.
1: So you're very professional. I, I know you're out throughout Montgomery County. You're involved in several chambers. You have a presence. You don't just join. You're actively involved. And you are known for doing not just lawn maintenance, but the whole irrigation, the whole land, landscape design. You, add, you were saying the water features, audio features, things like that. What, is, what part of it do you enjoy the most?
2: Uh, what I really enjoy is actually the finished product. Whenever we transform a landscape, either the front curb appeal or the backyard for you know resting place, or you know just to have fun on your backyard, um, you know whenever you come home from work and you want to take, you know sit or you know sit out on back patio and look at your landscape, and that's you know that's really rewarding to me. Relaxing, mm-hmm. entertainment, absolutely.
1: So what's your backyard like?
2: <laughs> oh, a backyard. is a work in progress. A
1: work in progress? <laughs> you don't have time for your own, no, right? I don't have time for my own. <laughs> so, but uh, and that, that's what people always ask. You know, if you're out doing the business, what is your own? Well, sometimes we just, we just don't have time. We're too busy helping other people. So you mentioned that you um, are a uh, landscape designer. You work in irrigation. You're certified irrigation. Mm-hmm. What does that mean exactly?
2: Well, The certified irrigation, that means you actually go to school, learn uh, what's required by the state of Texas and TECQ, how to install and how to save water in the irrigation industry. It's about water conservation and actually know the proper proper way to do an irrigation system. You have to pull permits from different cities. Um, I just finished my second year uh, as the president with the Gulf Coast Houston Irrigation Association, and now I'm I'm on the executive director with them.
1: So that means you really know what you're doing. You talked a lot about water conservation. That is a big deal. So that people um, not only are conserving the water that they use for commercial or residential business, but, you know, so they're not paying extra But they're doing the right thing and only using the water that they really need
2: to use absolutely especially you know this time of the year you're not really think about much about it because most of the irrigation systems are turned off because we've been having such a wet weeks right but during the october july october september whenever we have some of the drought months uh, we just want to make sure you use the water efficiency you put the water where you belong
1: so you also do tree service what does that entail
2: Well, we actually, you know, have a complete landscaping company. We do all the way from tree trimming, uh, tree removal, all the way to landscaping, irrigation, designs, everything in house.
1: Everything. So right now is a good time to be planting fruit trees, right?
2: Absolutely. Yeah, you can start doing your citrus or your, you know, pear, apples, whatever you, you know, feel like. It's a great time. Springtime is actually the great time to plant anything just because it's not so hot outside. So... Every time you do a planting, the plants will not stress out so much, like in the middle of the summer.
1: So what about mulching, though? Is it better to wait until after the last freeze, which I understand we're going to have a, a deep freeze coming up this week, like below 30 or so. Is it better to wait to do the mulching, or why even mulch?
2: Well, actually, there is two reasons why you mulch. During the winter months, you actually put them, uh, over two inches of, of mulch layer to protect the root system from freezing. So, you know, that kind of helps out some of the shrubs, especially perennials, to survive through the freezing. Uh, during the summer months, you put mulch because actually uh, the mulch it works as a sponge, so absorbs some of the moisture, so the, you don't have to water that often. It retains the moisture. It retains the moisture on yeah. the ground. Yes, ma'am.
1: So it protects anything that you have, the mulch does. It, it, it's it, it not just for decor. There's actually a function. There,
2: there's a purpose yeah. of it,
1: yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is it better to plant... If you're doing your uh, gardening or doing any kind of um, reconstruction for your landscape, is it better to wait till April?
2: Well, actually, you, you might want to start like on the middle of uh, March, you know, beginning of March, middle of March. Um, you know, that's pretty much the time we normally start the new uh, refresh landscape um, and do all the gardening planning.
1: So is that your busiest time when people start <laughs> getting, thinking about changing it up?
2: It gets a little busier, but, you know, after being in business for 17 years, we're busy all year long.
1: You're busy all year long. Mm-hmm. And you like, the best part to you is the finished product.
2: Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and we're not just spe- uh, specialized on residential. We do uh, quite a bit of large businesses as well. So uh, we service all the way from a townhome to a complete subdivision or a big oil refinery if we need to.
1: So I know that you service outside uh, the Conroe Chamber. What are some of the other commercial areas that you serve?
2: Well, we service all the way to Katy. We got some large contracts with the large commercial properties up there, uh, you know, all down 1960 all the way to the Houston Airport. And then we go back to Cleveland as well. We service on commercial properties up there and throughout uh, uh, Huntsville.
1: So all the way from um, little people like myself in a townhome, let's say, and maybe doing some backyard landscaping, mm-hmm. to bigger properties and bigger deals. It doesn't matter. to it, you. It doesn't
2: matter. You know, we are. You know, we we don't pick and choose. We we pretty much go visit everybody and uh, trying to work with everybody that calls in.
1: So there's some new things going on too. Uh, some new technology. You mentioned uh, previously. That uh, you're very into the irrigation and efficiency, and but that also goes with lighting, so there's some innovative trends as web-based lighting and irrigation where you can control that. How does that work?
2: Well, technology has come long ways, just like smartphones. we got smart houses. We all now we had a smart smart controllers either for landscape lighting or Irrigation system, the landscape lighting, you know, we got multiple color changing lights. We got all the way from Bluetooth (laughs) uh, balls that change different colors. Mm -hmm. Or you can actually go into the timers and change colors. with it depending on the time of the year, you know, the holidays. um, You know, you can change the colors and have a great outdoor living. Um, Same thing also with the uh, irrigation system. You can look at your phone and you can control your irrigation system if it's going to, And there's a smart controllers that actually detain uh, the weather patterns on your region, and it can actually um, increase the water efficiency or decrease the water usage as well.
1: That's very nice. I Mm -hmm. didn't realize all of that. So there's a lot more to doing all this landscaping than people realize. It's not just getting out the mower and mowing. It's really planning it out. And I know you talked about uh, water features and... um, masonry and other hardscape things that you do. What are some of those, what, are that, what does that look like? What do the hardscapes look like?
2: Well, hardscape, you know, it can be different things. We can go all the way from flaxstone all the way to mm-hmm. uh, main, main pavers. Uh, we can create a patio, retaining walls, and so on.
1: And that's going to be what some of the stuff at your booth that's going to be set up?
2: Yes, we're going to have some uh, uh, hardscape uh, features up there and uh, designs, uh, patio, Uh, so you can look at it, you know, sort of, you know, give a little taste on what we do.
1: Great. So I I know you like doing the shows because then people can actually come up to you personally and talk to you and and your crew about what you do. They can see some of the photos and things like that. Is that a good way for you to get business, or what's the best way?
2: Well, I mean, there's a great way to business because you get to meet the customers one-on-one, and there's a Mm -hmm. lot of repeat customers that come in there and say, hey, there you are again. So... We can revisit. Start and, a relationship. Uh, start a relationship mm-hmm. again. And actually, they can see some more products that we actually uh, have in place that we're going to be showing. So they get a better idea on what they're going to be expecting at their house whenever see it we See and feel it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So you also this year won another award in 2019. Tell uh, me about that.
2: Well, actually, uh, last year, it was a very busy year. Uh, we won a small business of the year by the Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce. And uh, we also won Minority Small Business by the SBDC and Lone Star College. It was a great honor to be recognized.
1: It's very nice. I-, I think you have a great reputation in Montgomery County. People do know of you and know of your quality, and you are easy to talk to. And your office is pretty easy to find as well, just mm-hmm. straight off of uh, Davis in Conrad towards uh, Cut and Shoot. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, you have a great team that's accessible as well. So um, tell me what your biggest achievement is. Besides the awards, what makes you feel really good about what you do in your business?
2: Uh, well, that's a good question. So many things? So, <laughs> so many things going on. Uh, you know, um, you know my, I had a great family. Uh, got a you have great, a beautiful wife. <laughs> <got> a, my <laughs> wife is my biggest supporter and my biggest cheerleader. And my kids also, you know, they're, they're very proud of what I do. And, um, you know, the biggest thing is to feel how can I help the community? Mm-hmm. That's more than anything. You know, we're part of different nonprofit organizations as well. And, uh, you know, how can we give back? That would be the best thing.
1: That's a great answer. It is about that. It's about how you're investing in the community, and you are. You do. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know that you're involved in um, Huntsville Chamber, the the Conroe Chamber, the Woodlands Chamber, the Katy Chamber, but you don't just join. You also get involved in things, and you give back to the community. And one way that you do that is by um, beautifying things.
2: Beautifying things and also sponsoring the different events that the chambers might have. And, uh, you know. Um, you know kind of giving back to them
1: right absolutely how old are your children
2: 25 (laughs) 19 18 16 and 8 i
1: got five five wow Mm -hmm. eight year old
2: eight year old yes ma'am
1: nice nice boys girls
2: uh three girls two boys yeah they keep me busy
1: oh yes i do know i have children too and grandchildren (laughs) (laughs) you don't have grandchildren yet right no. i I had six
2: grandchildren Mm -hmm.
1: So what's, what's coming up forward? What's a new project you have that you're working on?
2: Well, we actually, you know, the, one of the biggest projects that we love to share is come over and see us at the Home and Garden Show. Uh, you know, the, I'm going to be there personally handing out some cars and, you know, talking about anybody that wants to have a landscape project or outdoor living. If you just want some advice, I'd be more than happy to give it to them. And, um, you know, we will showcase some designs as well. And, uh, you know, we, we're going to be there. So come over and join us. Come on and say hi. Um, so I can talk to you.
1: Right, right. So uh, you have the, the hardscapes, the water features, you do waterfalls, you talked about pavers. You can create anything they want. I mean, I've even heard sometimes that people use uh, 3-D designs mm-hmm. so that they can visually see it better before it's made. Do you do things like yes, that? Yes,
2: ma'am. Yeah, actually, we do design 3-D designs and regular and design, ages. Whatever you feel comfortable before, it's a whole lot easier to move things on the computer back and forth than I stick it on the ground and move it out and move it back <laughs> and forth. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's a great to have a landscaping design. Therefore, you, you know what you're expecting.
1: Yes. Okay. All right. Anything else you want to add, Sergio?
2: No. If you have any questions, you know, call us at the office, uh, 936-788-1219. Or you can find us at sergioslandscaping.com.
1: Sounds great. So uh, they need to go find you. Do you know what booth number you're at?
2: No, ma'am. I don't know what the booth is. Okay.
1: Well, you just need to go in there at Lone Star Community uh, Convention Center. Lone Star Convention Center, that is this weekend, uh, Saturday, February 29th. uh, Doors open at 9 a.m. until 6, and then Sunday they're open uh, 9.30 to 5.30 p.m., and lots of free parking. Go check it out. Go talk to Sergio and tell him that you saw him on the radio. That would be great. That'd or be you amazing. heard about him. Absolutely. Yes. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, then we'll have our next guest, which is Tracy Garcia with um, Elder Stage, and we'll be right back.
3: Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic is an integrity verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N chiropractic.com. Are you interested
0: in learning more about preparing quick, healthy and safe meals for your family? Would you like to spend time with others learning tips and tricks, along with practicing and tasting nutritious food? If so, the On the Road to Healthy Living mobile cooking school is for you. Call Amy Ressler at Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service at 936-539-7825 to find a class near you or volunteer to host a class.
2: Hey, y'all.
1: Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out ourlonestar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your questions. Get seen on TV, YouTube, and heard on our podcast FM and Internet Radio. Support your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio.
4: Vell Institute, a 501c3 nonprofit, began in 2014 with a mission to strengthen the future of veterans through leadership and entrepreneurship training. We've invested over 1,400 hours of training in our veterans while connecting them with community entrepreneurs and leaders. Our mission is to continue investing in our veterans who have given so much for our country. Please join us on our mission by visiting velinstitute.org.
0: That's V-E-L institute.org.
1: Hello, everyone. We are back. I'm Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News, Lone Star Community Radio, FM 104.5, 106.1. And we just had a conversation with Sergio Martinez with Sergio's landscaping, and he will be at the home and outdoor living show <coughs> from a Montgomery County one at Lone Star Convention Center this Saturday and Sunday so please go by and talk to him, talk about his landscape design, he's going to have some water features <coughs> hardscapes, pavers and you get a better idea of who he is and what he can do to help your business or home look great and improve your outdoor living area So, um, my next guest today is Tracy Garcia, and she is with Elder Stage, and it's a new business that she is launching, and she's very excited about it. And I can't wait to share her story. So Tracy, thank you for coming on the show today. Well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And you are starting to get out there quite a bit. I mean, you've um, gotten involved with MCABW and the Woodlands Chamber Mm and trying to get your name out for your new business. So tell me about it.
5: Well, Elder Stage is a placement and resource service for (laughs) elders. Um, When families are having a very tough time with those um, loved ones, when they're getting through a transitional period and they might not be able to stay at home any longer or they might um, not be able to move in with their family members because their family members have full-time jobs or other things going on with their lives, we want to come in and give a free consultation to families and just find out what all the needs are um, financially, uh, physically, mental, uh, medically, all of that above and then just find the perfect place for them, take them by the hand, show them around to some of the personal care homes, assisted living facilities, independent living facilities, memory care, whatever the patient really might be needing. Um, We want to solve all those problems for them and just take some of that emotional burden away from them. We also want to help them with resources as well, kind of help guide them along if they might need some home health services, hospice, or just an in-home sitter service or anything like that. We have resources that will be on our website for that as well.
1: So how did you get into this?
5: Well, I've had 20 years' experience in marketing and consulting in healthcare. The first 10 were pharmaceutical sales, and then since then, I've been in a wide range consulting for physicians and um, long term acute care facilities, hospice. I just decided that if I'm going to work that hard, I want to work that hard for myself. <laughs> I've really found that I have a very true compa- compassion for. Um, elders and just in the families what I saw them go through when I was in consulting for hospice I just really my heart went out to each and every one of them and I just wanted to find every solution I could and help take that burden off of them so I just thought well I'll just do it full
1: force into
5: it yes yes
1: so is anybody else doing anything like this or is this a unique service
5: Yes, I do have lots of competitors okay. out there. Um, the market is getting a little bit saturated, just like real estate. Well, or just because people else.
1: are getting older. Baby boomers are older, like myself.
5: Yeah. And yeah.
1: everybody is aging. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the largest amount um, age population, all that. So, how does somebody find you? How do they know about you?
5: Well, that's a great question. I have a thing on my car, so everybody will see that. I'm leave cards everywhere. I follow the five-foot rule, so anybody that comes in five feet of me knows what I'm doing now. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, definitely, like you said in the very beginning, I'm part of the Woodlands Chamber and the um, Montgomery County Business Women's Association. Mm-hmm. I am um, just marketing myself every chance I get. Um, I'm just trying to You're getting out the there, so
1: you're getting feet on the ground. Yeah. So... Um, once they connect with you, you, mm-hmm. you sit down and you talk with them to find out what their needs are. You're almost like an assessment kind of thing. It almost sounds to me like it's the same as a realtor. Mm-hmm. If I'm looking for a house and I want a backyard and I want a fenced backyard and I don't want a two-story... You take you find out what it is, and then you narrow down the search. Is that kind of how you do that? Yeah, that's exactly and right. And then you make appointments, um, mm-hmm. and you take them with you to go find. Do other people accompany that? Are concerned relatives or other um, entities that maybe want to be part of it? Do other people when you when you make an appointment for? Um, an elderly person. Uh-huh. And you take them to some of the resources you have. Do Are they joined often by other loved ones?
5: Oh, yeah. Usually it's more the families that I'm dealing with. Oh, you're dealing with the families uh, directly not then, not necessarily the senior. Right. But okay. I'd be happy but it could to take be. the senior. It just depends on how, how mobile they are and right. how involved they want to be versus how involved the family needs to take over for that situation. So it
1: all, it's all dependent. But usually right. it's somebody um, that uh, they can't live at home anymore on their own right and they need perhaps more care maybe they need 24-hour care something that's kind of out of that range of what a family member or their resources they have available to them that's correct to do. yep
5: you said it better than i could probably oh, probably not <laughs> <But> good job <laughs> thank you as i'm clogging
1: through this bronchitis <clears throat> so uh, how's that been going
5: Well, it's going pretty good. It is a new start company. I started just right here, 2020, January, just getting my feet on the ground, getting things going. Um, I forgot to mention my website should be up and running as well, Um, hopefully by this afternoon. (laughs) Yay, I've been waiting on that forever. But um, being new, it's been slightly discouraging, to be very honest. I mean, I want to just hit the ground running on all fours, but I've had several cases that I've worked with, and I want—I haven't turned anybody away. Um, I only get paid, to be honest with you, when I take them to a facility that is um, a private pay, but if somebody's needing Medicaid um, pending beds or something like that, depending on their finances, I, my heart is just, my compassion is there to invest in people and help them find solutions, And so I've done some of those where I've just taken them around and helped them find a facility um, that might be Medicaid or Medicare pending or anything that they're needing. You just
1: help whoever needs your assistance with finding the senior resources. Right. And I I know you uh, are looking forward to working with Jamie Mash a little bit. Yes. Comforts of Home. I
5: love Jamie, yes. Jamie's (laughs) very
1: sweet. So she does in-home care Mm -hmm. to help with... household tasks or transportation or companionship or meal prep and things like that. But your service is more on the outside. If that's just not working anymore, right. Going into their home or to a family member's home or wherever they're staying, but to get them uh, more assistance on a more routine round the clock type right. schedule kind of thing, which does happen. I feel like it's happening to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Um, so, Are there a lot of places in Montgomery County that meet those needs that you're working
5: with? There really are. There's several. um, And so many people don't even know about. I think that's what makes this service very unique and more people are starting to get into it is because um, the ones like, myself that know where and how to scout out these homes and everything um, really bring a fresh new idea or approach to the families that are just very confused, emotionally distraught, wanting to tear their hair out because of the situation. Um, if, If they don't mind just reaching out to somebody like myself, or I have a partner named Mercedes that's bilingual, so she's also helping with the Spanish community as well, Um, reach out to us. We're very happy to give a free, it's always free to the families. It's a consultation. We want to listen to all the needs. It's the patient uh, fall risk or having memory issues, being discharged from a hospital or a rehabilitation center, but you just don't feel that they'll be safe in their own home any longer. Or as I said before, maybe you can't take them into your own home because you have other things going on in your life, a full-time job, maybe other kids you're raising or situations. Mm -hmm. Um, I know where some of these homes are. Mm -hmm. I don't go out and just want to place you anywhere. These homes, for me personally, I've scouted out Mm -hmm. and I'm only going to take the families to the Places that I would really want to put my own. That you recommend. Members. Yes. Yeah, you have I know. already
1: done the pre planning, you vetted Scout them, they're them safe, mm-hmm. and you feel confident in sharing that information as a resource for any of the uh, seniors that you're working with. That's
5: very true, yes. Mm-hmm. And I also, I, I'm very faith based, and so I'm only looking for those people that are truly into this um, service for the right reasons that they're actually really wanting to serve and just help these families and these loved ones as well, not just put um, heads in their beds as a, well, I and you hear horror way, but, stories yes, too. There's
1: you, a lot of horrible stories that you hear about um, nursing homes and right. elderly care places. And I know there, um, there's a reporting system for things that aren't done favorably, but you take all that into consideration and only go to the places that are recommended, that right. are safe. Right. And um, it sounds like there's quite a few to choose from depending on your level of care, services needed, um, and, of course, expense as right. well. Right. you know, you got some for beautiful, families. big
5: facilities that are easier to hear about, but the private personal care homes They're slightly harder to find, and sometimes those are just actually the very best fit. They're much more of a homey feel. Um, They have more one-on-one care going on. There's only three to eight patients in a home a lot of times. Um, It feels more like a home setting, Mm -hmm. but people don't know where those are because they don't put big signs Mm -hmm. out on the street. I think there's a couple of new ones. Mm -hmm. There's one in
1: Conroe, and I think there's one in Montgomery, too, that I've heard of. Yeah, they're popping up everywhere as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. I I think um, it's a great service. I think there's a huge need for it, even though that it might be an area that has a lot of people involved I don't readily see them in the community. (laughs) And so I think it's good that you're out there doing this and that uh, you are authentic, feet on the ground, approachable, that people can come talk to you. So your name, um, Tracy Garcia with Elder Stage, is listed with MCABW. You can look her up that way. Or the Woodlands Chamber, right now. Those are the two things that Hopefully you're very involved.
5: Hopefully, my end of today by tomorrow. <laughs> well, you still
1: you still have yes. the page that's out there. You have a landing page. I do. Yes. You have a Facebook that's kind of under development as well. But people can still find you. They can go to elderstage.com, I believe, and find you Correct. anyway. Correct. With a phone number, so you're there. I am there. <laughs> you're existing yes. in the world. That's all you need.
5: <laughs> just a phone number. There, just call me. There you me.
1: go. <laughs> just call, and you got the face right here too. <laughs> so, um, what are you what are you hoping for down the road? What are your goals for this year?
5: Uh, well, my goals would be to actually start helping at least a minimum of two families a week or more um, and just finding the exact perfect right places, finding the best resources for them. Um, I'm going to have resources on my webpage that have like only two exclusive hospice companies, home health companies, realtors, elder law, anything that might be needed uh, during this transitional period. I want to find the perfect people. I don't really, I don't have anything against Corporations that do those services, but I really want to help the smaller um, endeavors, the mom-and-pop type facilities as well that I believe, once again, are in it for the right reason. I want to find those to list on my website as well. So I just want to be an all-around resource for anybody in need of finding that perfect place, answer, transition for their loved ones.
1: Okay. Well, I love it. Um, it's a great way to navigate the specialty homes for seniors because it can be so overwhelming and not really knowing that you really need someone to take you by the hand. It In the respect of, let's say, comparing it to realtors, you can go online and look at places, but you don't know the inside true. until they talk to you. Right. You know, And you are only going to take them to the best, safest, more most appropriate places for their specific needs. That's
3: true.
5: And so... Um, with that being said, I actually, one person I was working with recently said, well, shouldn't we pop in on these places unannounced? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, in this particular situation, if you're going on your loan, uh, on, on your, your own, own yeah. pardon me, then yes, you might want to just pop in unannounced and s- take them by surprise. But with me, you can trust that I've already vetted them out. I already know what their care plans are like and what their hearts are like and everything. So I'm only going to take you to the best.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. So don't don't waste anybody's time just start at the top and go to the places that are already vetted and safe and secure and you live in montgomery county yourself Mm -hmm. so you're very familiar with some of these places (laughs) and like you said you've worked in the business in and out and around it so uh, why not work with somebody who is a
5: reliable source thank you yes ma'am okay (laughs) anything else you want to add tracy no, I greatly appreciate you. Um, I know that um, I'm looking forward to working more with you as well, Margie, so you can help get my Facebook page going and my LinkedIn business page as well. So, That's right. Yes, right. yes. Well, I think you're
1: very professional. I think uh, you know, you're going to be surprised on how fast it grows. Sometimes when you're waiting for things to happen, they don't happen as fast as you'd like, but it will start increasing the more you're out in the community and the more people realize that you're a trusted, reliable source for finding a place for their loved ones. Yes,
5: ma'am. You know? no, I just want my reputation to supersede me and carry me along the way. Yes, thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: So uh, it's Tracy Garcia at ElderStage.com. And uh, you will see her her page there right now. It's there. I looked at it this morning, so I know it's there. And uh, there is no fee ever to the customer. Anybody who's looking for assistance for their loved ones, you can just call her up, and she will assess your needs and uh, and your loved one, and um, find the place that's appropriate and that you feel good about when you go in there mm-hmm. and talk to them and ask. An abundance of questions, because there's really nothing more important than family. There really isn't. You know, this is why we work. This is why we do everything. And as you get older, um, you need special attention to things. So you want to find the place that... can cater to your needs
5: yes mercedes actually helping find somebody find a place that will take her cat with her <laughs> right now you never well know what that's the needs important
1: are. <laughs> you know <Yes>. it's kind of <laughs> like uh, i work with meals on wheels and they have a program to feed the dogs and the cats and all of that i mean they're your companions mm-hmm. lord knows my dogs are <laughs> Right, right <laughs> you know yeah. i wouldn't want to go somewhere where they couldn't be so uh, that's important too. Yes. You know, if you have an whatever animal, whatever
5: the need is, um, we're going to help narrow. Hopefully, it down it's a, for you. just a
1: dog or a cat, but <laughs> <laughs> not a horse <laughs> or something else. But uh, I'm sure there's places that take animals yes. as well. Yes, yes. That's so. what we do. Yep. Okay, well, we're going to take another quick break, and uh, then we're going to be back to hear about St. Baldrick at Goose's Acre and childhood cancer from Mr. John Hennigan. So we're going to take a break, and our show is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic Care, 3033 West Davis in Conroe. So if you have a back, you have a need. Uh, So that's Roger Stein Chiropractic. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. and we are back for the last segment of the show today. I am here with two guests, Jennifer Robinson, who is a mom who's going to talk about her daughter and childhood cancer, and then we're here also with John Hannigan. Topples John. Topples Johnny. Thank you. And we're going to talk about St. Baldrick's at Goose's Acre, which is in their 14th year, and that is happening March 15th. And all about what St. Baldrick's does, and childhood cancer, and anything else y'all want to talk about. But this is a big deal. This is a big event. So I'm this glad is. that you're here, and you also are going to be on TV Sunday.
4: We're doing a we're doing something with Fox. Sally uh, Sally McDonald's a good friend of mine, and and as I consider you a friend of mine. Um, and every year, you know, when she gets the call, she knows I'm on my knees begging. And and uh, this year, she wants to uh, have the well. The, the folks there said, "Well, get somebody to shave on air while we're talking." So that's our next move. I got to go up and beg somebody to shave their heads on.
1: So air. we're going to talk about what is St. Baldrick's. What is it? Let's talk about that first.
4: St. Baldrick's is a foundation that was started back in 2000 by three gentlemen. Um, one of the guys said, You know, I'll shave your head, or I'll shave my head for $1,000 if you shave your head. So the three of them said, Well, you know, okay, so we can raise $3,000. They ended up raising $17,000 when people heard about it, and they thought, Well, we got something going here. Now, they were originally from the East Coast. The foundation now is out in California, and um, over hundreds of millions of dollars have been raised over the last 14 years, well, well, since 2000, um, so this is our 20th year, and uh, it all goes to uh, cancer uh, research totally, for children only.
1: Mm-hmm, and uh, childhood cancer, I was reading about this, is a lot different than adult cancer. So, and I know you've experienced that, Jennifer, and you have too, John, so tell me your story, Jennifer.
0: Um, it started in um, September of 2014, it actually started the month before my daughter's knee started hurting, and she was eight at the time, and if an eight-year-old's knee starts hurting, you just figure it's, you know, regular childhood stuff. I was jumping too much, and, and so we took her in to the doctor, and her regular doctor said, take her to an orthopedic surgeon. We did. He took an x-ray, thankfully, and on the x-ray, it showed a tumor, and he pulled me off to the side, and he said, I think this is osteosarcoma and you need to get down to the med center. So that was the first time I'd ever heard the word osteosarcoma, which is a childhood bone cancer, extremely scary. And it was a whirlwind after that. We were down at MD Anderson two days later, biopsy, all kinds of tests to confirm that it was indeed osteosarcoma, and then they laid out the plan in front of us, which was to be uh, 10 weeks of chemotherapy, then a surgery, and 20 more weeks of chemotherapy. So we got into the chemotherapy, and it was awful. It was awful. It was horrific. It was the worst I've ever seen my child before. And then we had to decide on a surgery. And with osteosarcoma, you always have to do a surgery. And there are three options that you can pick from. One is limb salvage, where you get to save the limb. You still have the arm, the leg, wherever the tumor is. For my daughter, it was near her knee. But with that surgery, you have an internal prosthetic, and the leg doesn't work the way it should. So for an eight-year-old, that's not a good option, and she would mm-hmm. have to have more surgeries. And when she heard she had to have more surgeries, she didn't want that. So she said amputation. She wanted to do amputation, which would have been above the knee amputation, and she was totally on board with that. So, but then we met with our surgeon, and she presented a third option called rotationplasty. And that surgery is, it's an above the knee amputation, and they, but they cut below the knee too. So the part of your leg, the bottom part, below your knee and all the way down, it's still good. There's no cancer there. You can use that. Again, it's your own body parts, it's your own joint. Hmm,
1: interesting. So they
0: take the bottom part, switch it around 180 degrees, and then reattach it. So you have the look of a smaller leg, a shorter leg, with a backwards foot. And the reason they put the foot on backwards is then that joint, your ankle joint, now works as a knee. So for Elise, she has her regular left leg. And then on the right side, she has a short leg with a backwards foot. And then that backwards foot fits into her prosthetic leg. So she has the function of a below the knee amputee. So we had that surgery done. Interesting. Big, huge deal. She was, it was Elise's choice, actually. Because the surgeon presented it to my husband and me, and it's shocking. It's absolutely shocking the first time you see it. But Elise, little eight-year-old Elise, saw it, and she said, yeah, that's what I want to do. Just casual wow. casuals can be. And so, so she had the surgery done, and then we got a three-week reprieve for her to recover from it. And then it was back on chemo, so 20 more weeks of chemo. And then when she was finally done with chemotherapy, we could discuss getting a prosthetic. So it took a while because when you're on chemo, nothing heals properly. Mm-hmm. Um, and the bones have to fuse together in order to be weight-bearing. But once she got her prosthetic, she learned to walk again. And then she wanted to run. And so now she plays softball. She runs cross-country. How old is,
1: how old is She's she? She's now
0: have? 13.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: She's doing really well now.
1: So this whole event is very important to you.
0: Absolutely, because there's so little money that goes towards childhood cancer research. There's, If you do research on adult cancers, it doesn't translate to childhood cancers. So raising this money specifically for childhood cancer research is incredibly important because the bulk of the money is raised by private entities for cancer research. The government um, has a very, very small budget for specifically childhood cancer research. So um, events like St. Baldrick's is a big deal. It's monumental.
1: Yeah. So I was also reading that the interesting thing, the difference between childhood cancers and adult cancers is that 80% of the kids' cancers are already spread before they're even diagnosed.
4: That's right. I mean, Which is horrible. My daughter had a lump on her shoulder, and she was a level 10 gymnast, and there's lumps all over her when she falls and hurts herself or whatever. Um, we didn't realize this until we saw the rapid growth of that lump on her shoulder. Um, and it, we took her in, and that same day they sent her to, a, uh, to an MRI facility, and from that point on it was a mess. <laughs> mm-hmm. But... Uh, most people know her story i mean she ultimately she had probably the greatest response uh and became a speaker for the american cancer society mm-hmm. and I, you know i'm i'm proud of her but um when a parent goes through this as jennifer had to and her husband and the kids um you know it's, it's a living hell you don't know what to expect you don't know how to react so right. going to Jennifer right. for me was easy because we've had lots of conversations over right. time.
1: You have a lot of similar stories. So this uh, foundation with St. Patrick's is the second largest funding of childhood cancer research there is.
4: Yeah, that's that's correct. And here's the nice thing. You know, we raise a lot of money. People give it to us. Everything we do at the at the event itself, um, I mean, I just got back uh, from the dollar store Uh I spent $100 on dollar stuff, and we'll be selling it for $3. Sorry for anybody that's listening that's going for that's a good okay. class. But that's all right. <laughs> no money is given to anybody. I mean, everything we do is voluntary. Mm-hmm. And so we have we have a, a huge group of volunteers that come in, and they just – we have stylists come in. I got two new stylists coming in this year uh, on top of the other ones, so they're all sharing time. Um we have, uh, we have an NCL group coming in to decorate the place. We have. And uh, this is all at
1: Goose's Acre, and they're letting you the do Goose
4: this. Is, and they've done this. This. Uh,
1: this is their 14th year this doing is 14th it there? their
4: 14th year. They, they opened in December of 2006, is when they opened the restaurant. Uh, and we started the first event in 2007.
1: And you get a, a large crowd. How much did you raise last year?
4: <sighs> I think $37, 37 $38,000. You know, here's the thing. We have some great groups. Texas Children has is, is got a team. They're going to raise a lot of money. We were the first ones in the greater Houston market, but we've turned down the opportunities to go to a larger venue, whether it's a Town Green Park that we have out there in the woodlands or whatever, because it started at the Goose. And this is where it originated, and this is where we're going to stay. It's kind of like being in a small fishbowl. We want to raise money, but this is more of a family. Same people come back every year. I mean, it's what we do.
1: It's community.
4: It is community. It's community.
1: So. And you did have a lot of people. So how can, they, how can people contribute? What,
4: what do you need? <laughs> okay, so uh, there's lots of ways you can help. You can register to have your head shaved, and then you raise money by talking to your friends to, to pay for that. You can just simply donate. You can go online and donate uh, at stbaldixfoundation.org. Uh, Find our event. It'll be the goose. I I try to make it easy on everybody. If you go to find an event and just give a general topic of go to Texas, and then you'll see everybody that's participating, all you have to do is find it.
1: It's easy to find. You can Google it very easy on Facebook or anywhere else.
4: easy to find. St.
1: Baldrick's at Goose's Acres comes up. And I've shared it on Taylorized PR, too. Yes. And Conroe Culture News. Yes. Yes, Again.
4: (laughs) So, I mean, you do that. You can come and volunteer. When somebody comes for the first time, I got a gentleman who's the vice president of a corporation. And, uh, and he says, well, you know, what do you do And all this stuff? He's asking all these questions. I said, I love it. I said, he says, what can I do? I said, you know what? If you're really not sure about this, because their corporation actually uh, donates every year to a specific medical group.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: I said, you know what You want, I want you to do? I want you to just come. Right. I'll buy your first beer, right. and you pay attention to what's going on, mm-hmm. and then I'll have you back next year.
1: <laughs> that's right. That's what you do. So, I mean, it's, you know. Just go and be part of it and see the whole event.
4: Yeah. I, I, I can tell you that, as much as I hate to admit it, there's two or three times out of this event where Brandy, our general manager, she'll be on one side of the stage, and I'll be on the stage making fun and handing the mic to people who have, uh, have a story to tell. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of these people, that's what they want. They want to tell their story. Mm-hmm. Um, so we give them the mic, tell the story, sit down, shut up, shave your head. <laughs> that's not, but but uh, there's times Brandy and I look at each other across the way, and, and we both break down in tears because there's some really uh stories. You some just hard, don't know. It's very stories. emotional, right,
1: yeah. Jennifer? It, it really is. You're going to be there, right?
0: Yes, yeah. We we show up most years. Yep.
1: <laughs> no, well, last year was my first year to go. I had heard about it, but it was it was good. I was glad I was there.
4: Yes, yeah, so was I. <laughs> so I mean, it's you know, it's hard to it's hard to describe how you feel. I mean, I'm an old softy anyway, uh, and once you've had a child that has cancer, uh, you you empathize with every child that goes through cancer. Mm-hmm. They're all yours. Mm-hmm. So
0: mm-hmm.
4: it's all good. And events like this, coming on here with you again. You know, it just it just helps because it actually, um, it, it shows people that it's not just us down by the park getting together. You know, we go to the radio stations. We go to the, the network.
1: It's community. It's neighbors. It's people who care. And Montgomery County is a community that cares about so many things. I mean, there's... Always stuff you hear that isn't great, but when people need it, people are there to help you and embrace you. I think that's very important. We've seen that time and time again in this county, that uh, people really do care and that event is Sunday, March 15th, and uh, the time is at 3 o'clock.
4: It starts at 3 o'clock. I
1: thought so, 3 mm-hmm. o'clock. You can go to stbaldricks.org to find about it, but uh, Goose's Acre has it. They have it on uh, their website. They have it on their Facebook page. There's a whole event called um, St. Baldrix at the Goose's Acre, you know, and it's just really good. I did some live Facebook postings I know uh, last year about it. You're also having events with Chick-fil-A. Tell me about that.
4: Okay, so I have, uh, we had uh, two Chick-fil-A's that have offered to give us 10% of their gross profit for the day. Typically, they set up a, um, a, a day where that's four hours. It's, it's called Spirit Night. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the kids do this, and it's four hours. And Chick-fil-A has offered to give us the entire day. So we go out and try to talk to people. you got to be hungry on the 12th. That's the deal. you got to be Mark's hungry 12. on the 12th you got to go breakfast, lunch, and dinner because you so need that's a this Thursday. It's a Thursday. It's a Thursday. So. Okay.
1: Thursday, March 12th, you need to eat chicken.
4: Chick-fil-A. And chick fil and Try, and try each two menu. Of them. Yeah.
1: Research Forest and the one on 1488 by my house on Magnolia. Oh, I didn't realize you're out there. Very well, cool. I'm at Wood Forest. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so. I mean, it's just... I know it, that
4: owner, too. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A has been, uh, been a great sponsor for us. We used them last year. We We only had six days' notice that we were going to be able to do it, so... And we still raise about $300. I didn't even expect that, to be honest with you.
1: You know, every little bit helps, right? Absolutely. It helps pay for the little dollar general stuff or whatever. <laughs>
4: no, it doesn't. That comes, on, that comes on Daddy's well, pocket. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. So yeah.
1: anything else that we can expect at the event March 15th?
4: Well, uh, you never know what to expect, but I will tell you that... Um, um, there's going to be a special event when we open up the the meeting, and it's something that I've done with uh, uh, with some pretty high powered folks, and I can't give you any more. It's it's okay. going to be huge.
1: So it'll be an event, and everybody needs to go.
4: Absolutely, it be, will be crowded, but that's okay. Be there, and the, the more and wear your crazy
1: green, whatever.
4: I just started yesterday, so this will yeah. all, this will all be ready.
1: <laughs> you're going to color it green, right? Of course. Oh. I mean, come on. Margie, why wouldn't I, I know. Be green?
4: I know, I know, right? <laughs> That's what I do.
1: Okay. What? What else? Anything else you want to add?
4: One spot. In every two minutes, in the in the globe, globally, every two minutes a child has cancer. So if you really think about the population and how huge that is, um, and we don't fall out of that spectrum here in in Montgomery County, so. That's how important. Could be somebody is. you know. Yeah.
1: Somebody you have yet to meet.
4: So, it's a fight. It's a battle, and you know we plan on trying to complete the complete the battle.
1: How's your daughter doing now?
0: She's doing very well now. She's she's healthy, and um, all of her scans have been clear.
4: Good news. She plays softball. She runs track. And she's got the sports leg that she's got. Yeah, she
0: has a running blade. It's impressive. Sounds like she has a
1: great attitude. She
0: does. Will she be there as well? She won't. She's going to be in Florida. Uh,
1: oh, well. <laughs> okay. So, again, St. Baldrick's uh, at Goose's Acre, March 15th, 3 p.m. on the waterway. Go check it out. See Mr. Topless Johnny with his green beard. Jennifer will be there, and uh, go follow the Facebook page and find out more about it. That's all we have for today. So thank you guys for both coming on and sharing your story, and I look forward to seeing you next month.
4: Very cool. Thank you very much. All right. Today's show was recorded and broadcasted live on IRLoneStar.com, Conros
1: FM 104.5, 106.1, and all rights and ownership are reserved to Lone Star Community Radio. More information regarding this program and Lone Star Community Radio, visit us online at irlonestar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station, serving the community with local programming on TV, radio, and online. If you enjoy today's program, please support us by sponsorship or starting your own show. Contact us today by phone or text at 936 666 1084
2: or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.